I think, you know, what you think creates your reality. So it's a decision. You have to make that decision. You know, you can be a victim or you can be a winner and, and enjoy your life. That is the voice of four-time Grammy Award-winning Olivia Newton-John. A lot of you might know her as Sandra D. And we'll be collecting all of her wisdom on today's Super You podcast. She passed away on August 8th. But we'll be giving you seven super tips from Olivia Newton-John on today's Super You podcast. We choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they I are I have hard. a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Thank you for joining us for today's Super You Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. This is a podcast designed to unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of us. It's all about having that courage to wear the cape. Now, today we've got a five foot six actress who passed away on August the eighth. She's a singer and actress. She's five foot six, as many of you might know from Greece. John Travolta is six two. But Olivia Newton John was a British-born Australian singer, so she moved to Australia when she was five. Uh, but she's a four-time Grammy Award winner whose music career included five, that's right, five number one hits and a lot of other top 10 hits on the Billboard Hot 100. Some of the songs you might know, like If You Love Me, Let Me Know, Let's Get Physical, and of course, Xanadu. I always love, whenever I can say Xanadu, you've got to work it in. What a great word, Xanadu. In 1978, Many of you know her from her role as Sandra D. She starred in the musical film Grease, which became the highest grossing musical film ever at the time, and whose soundtrack remains one of the world's best-selling albums of all time. As you know, it features two major hit duets with co-star John Travolta, You're the One That I Want, uh, which is the best-selling singles of all time, one of the best-selling singles of all time, and then my favorite from that soundtrack, Summer Nights. Again, Newton was born September 26, 1948 in Cambridge, England. Now her family has quite a colorful background with John being born 1948, as most of you know, World War II was September 1st, 1939 to September 2nd of 1945. Uh, but her father was born in Wales to a middle-class family, and her mother was born in Germany, and she had come to the United Kingdom with her family in 1933 to escape the Nazi regime. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. Newton-John's maternal grandfather was German-Jewish Nobel Prize-winning physicist Max Born. Now, Newton's father was a British MI5, MI meaning military intelligence five, officer on the Enigma project at Bletchley Park. And Bletchley Park is where they had all the code breakers who eventually took Rudolf Hess, Nazi Rudolf Hess, into custody during World War II. But really, Bletchley Park was the secret sauce that allowed Great Britain and then the Allied forces to break the codes of Germany. Now, it's a great book, recent book. You should read it. 
It's called The Rose Code by Kate Quinn, and that's about three female codebreakers working at Bletchley Park during World War II. So highly recommend The Rose Code by Kate Quinn. But Olivia Newton-John's unique accent comes from the fact that she moved from Great Britain, from England, to Australia when she was five. Her dad became the dean of a college in Melbourne. But that's why she has such a unique blend of accents with that British and also Australian accent. So without further ado, we're going to get seven amazing insights from Olivia Newton-John on today's Super U podcast. As we make our way to tip number one, Olivia Newton-John passed away from her bout with breast cancer, and so our hearts and prayers go out to all those that are fighting cancer right now, and especially those fighting breast cancer, and also a reminder for all those to get your regularly scheduled mammogram. And so our hearts and prayers go out not only to Olivia Newton-John's family, but all those that are fighting cancer. Here we are with tip number one. It's such a different world. I don't know that I could compare it. You know, I was living in Melbourne, Australia, and I went into a talent contest and, like The Voice, I guess, won the talent contest. The prize was a trip to London, and I started working in clubs in London, and one of my dear friends came over. We formed a double act. I mean, my life, <clears throat> I don't think it, it could be the same now. Uh, maybe I could go on The Voice, I guess, but... Um, it was a different, a different era. And I worked in some really dingy, horrible nightclubs with Pat, Pat and Olivia. We were for a while. And <clears throat> so I, I gained all that experience. And I think it's really important if you're going to, if you're aiming at success, that you do the groundwork so that you're ready, you know, because it can be very difficult. My mother was the daughter of a, Nobel Prize winning scientist, Max Born. And so she was brought up with a lot of discipline. My dad was Welsh. He won scholarship to Cambridge and was a master in German. And so, yeah, they wanted me to go to university, get a degree. My mother said, what are you going to do if you don't get a degree? <laughs> and I'd started um, singing by then. So the year that they wanted me to go to college, one of my high school teachers who I'm ever grateful for. I asked him what should I what should I do? I was I was being asked to do a television show, a local one in Melbourne, or should I finish my schooling? <clears throat> and he said, you know, if you're going to be concentrating or distracted by your singing, then you you're not going to make it through <laughs> the last year. So he gave me permission. <laughs> it was really quite wonderful. I'm hopelessly devoted to you, listener of the Super U Podcast, and here we are with tip number two. Oh, uh, no, of course we can't. And I'm human. I'm not positive all the time. You know, when you're going through uh, breast cancer for many years and you go through a lot of things, you you really learn um, grace and what other people are suffering. I think that's why I wanted to to help other people because I've been, I've been, I've been there and I don't want other people to have to go through what I have gone through if there's any, if that's possible at all. So that's what inspires me. Look at me. I'm Sandra D with tip number three. I think, you know, what you think creates your reality. So it's a decision. You have to make that decision. You know, you can be a victim 
or you can be a winner and, and enjoy your life. I mean, my, you know, it hasn't been easy, of course. I mean, I'm human and I go through um, fear and all the things everyone going through cancer or any other difficult diagnosis, which a lot of people are going through. But it's a choice how you deal with it. So mm -hmm. I try to always deal with it in a positive way. And, of course, I have my moments. But I have my wonderful husband, who's the most positive person. In fact, if you go outside, you'll see next to the mm -hmm. pool, I bought him years ago the sign Y-E-S. So he says yes to life until there's a reason to say no. So he's been a wonderful reinforcer of, of the way I think, too. Number four, you're the one that I want. Here we are with tip number four. You know, I think it was my my upbringing. My parents, you know, was never enough, mm -hmm. <laughs> probably. You know, never good enough. And my father said, well done. That was your, a huge compliment. So I think always striving to be better, which isn't a bad thing. And my mother, too, who came from this really academic family and was disappointed I didn't go to university. Both of them, I think, were slightly. So I always felt I had to, if I was going to do it, I had to do it well. And I think growing up in Australia and never really believing the really good things, only the bad things for yeah. me for a long time. Um, and in Australia, it's very, people are very down to earth. Yeah. And there's this thing called the tall poppy syndrome where you get kind of chopped down if you get too big for your britches. So mm. it's a good upbringing in that way. So I think a combination of that and also I remember very early on somebody who I respected, I can't remember exactly who it is now, saying to me, don't believe all your handouts, don't believe everything that's written about you, whether it's really good or really bad. Mm -hmm. And that kind of rung true for me because, you know, you can get, I see people getting totally carried away with their fame and mm -hmm. it's fleeting. And I remember being on um, on stage in my, I call it my Britney day, you know, and the fans <laughs> were going crazy and they all got their torches. In those days, it was matches. In those days. So um, <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, tomorrow night, it'll be someone else. And yeah. I always had that in the back of my mind. So you didn't allow it to make you too carried away with, with yourself. We hope everyone's enjoying your summer nights as you listen to the Super You podcast with tip number five. I, well, I think, you know, age, obviously, hopefully you mature and grow from that. Mm -hmm. But I think that was a very incredibly wise thing to say. Jim is married to Nancy, my dear friend. Yeah. He's a very devout Buddhist and she is too. And um, I love that that philosophy about the acceptance of pain and suffering, that we all go through it. And you can grow from those experiences. And just accepting them, I think, instead of fighting them or denying that they happen, um, you grow from that and you become more compassionate for other people because now you understand. I mean, I, when I think of things that I thought and said when I was really young compared to the way I think now, yeah. it's a totally different person. I mean, we all change and grow and we... We all say and do stupid things. I mean, it's part of growth. It's part of life. And we have to be a little more accepting of all that. I think in our society right now, we're so judgmental yeah. of everybody's everything, even from when they were like 30, 40 years ago when they were a different person. So I think we need to all learn to be a little more compassionate and understanding of each other. 
Don't become a beauty school dropout. Listen to this tip, tip number six. can't think of a good play on words for grease lightning so let's just go to tip number seven how can you heal when you're at war with something how can you be you know you need to be at peace with your body because stress is like the worst place you want to put you don't want to put your body into a stressful situation you want to keep it calm and um I don't think about it a great deal. I just, you know, I talk to my body and I try to treat it well. And But I think this is, it's incredibly important how you think about it. I think, you know, I obviously I have moments of fear because I'm a human and, you know, mm-hmm. having had breast cancer for how many years now is it? On and off? Mm-hmm. A long time. It's part of me now, you know, it's like <laughs> I live with it and I live well with it. And I think that's another way of thinking about it. In you may not ever be able to get rid of every single cell and keep pounding the body with all these chemotherapy drugs and things to try and kill every cell, but you can live well with it if you keep it at bay. That's how I feel. Well, that's Hollywood legend Olivia Newton-John with seven super tips. I hope they help unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of us out there. Big thanks to Jake Brin, Maritza Gutierrez, and Kelsey Gomez for making this show possible. Also, a huge thanks to you, the listener, for continuing to send in those emails at equalman at equalman.com. Once again, that's equalman at equalman.com. Thanks for tuning in each and every week to the Super You Podcast, the podcast designed to unlock and unleash the superpower that's within all of us. And remember, all of us are superheroes. We just need that courage to wear the cape. So until next time, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, It's what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Hey!